Welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone who is a someone who is a vaguely snake-themed villain who is not a Nazi. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can live with that. Sean! Uh, I just cannot wait to talk about Nazis again. And that's a wild thing to say, I know. But coming off that Vindicator episode, just anything. At least there's jokes to be made about Nazis, right? Yeah, there's tons of jokes. Yeah. We're talking about Viper. And does she vipe? Yeah, she vipes. That's she, important. She has a really, she has a uh, very obnoxious rig. She gets vipe. Always talks about it. <laughs> She does. She does rip real good clouds. Pulling so. down that cotton mouth. <laughs> so, so uh, what do you know about Viper? Uh, remember that cotton mouth fun I did just now? That's it. <laughs> it's pretty close to it. I know a lot of different snake themed villains. I don't think I could pick her out of a lineup. Uh, well, you'd be able to. Okay. Once you know, once you learn more about her, so. What do you think Viper is? Um, you said vaguely snake-themed. So I'm going to go with a tall woman with black hair and a snake necklace. How did I do? Oh, no. Oh, okay. She just looks like Madame Medusa. Well, she's she's Madame Hydra. She's Madame, why did I say Madame Medusa? I definitely meant Madame Hydra. Wait, Viper is just Madame Hydra? Oh, well, yes. I can work with that. Hydra's funny. Good. No, Hydra is funny. Uh, so, um, her real name is unknown. That may be a lie. They may have been. No, it was revealed. Uh, Ophelia Sarkisian. <laughs> really? That's her name, <laughs> Ophelia. She has a really old person name. Yeah. It's more the Sarkeesian part that uh, surprised me. Her job is subversive. That's that's not a job. Nobody pays you for that. Hydra might actually pay you for that. Now that so I think of it, so I'm going to I'm going to say that you're actually wrong on that because you can get paid to be a subversive. Just look at most of the alt right figures, and that's depressing. Um, do you think that yeah. Hydra has like salaries and? Vacation days and sick days. See, I feel like since they, I feel like they would possibly have a better healthcare plan than America than America does right now. So, uh, yeah. uh, oh, hey, actually, I know that for a fact because Bob of Hydra, Bob, agent of Hydra, you know, Deadpool's sidekick for a while. Uh, he literally did join Hydra because they had a dental plan and health insurance. So, which is better than a lot of American jobs. Yup. So, yeah. Man, the uh, so her- sad statements just keep coming on this one. Sean and Jesse, professional sad guys. <laughs> I'm just a real sad boy. All right. <laughs> so, uh, seek her identity is secret. Her her citizenship is unknown, but wanted internationally. Yep. Um, former alias is Madame Hydra. Yeah. So she was Madame Hydra at one point. That's a better name than Viper. Viper just sounds so generic. So, uh, well, no, her last name being Sarkeesian, Sarkeesian is makes sense because she was born somewhere in Eastern Europe, possibly Hungary. Okay. 
Uh, no known relatives. Group affiliations is former leader of the New York faction of Hydra, former leader of the original Serpent Squad, and now the leader of own terrorist organization. Which is just, what, like Viper and the Viperettes? I imagine they all are mo- like have green stuff. She looks good in green. Oh, like, no, we it's, didn't... yeah, it's definitely working for. Uh, honestly, out of all the characters we've talked about, she has the best costume. Show, I think. That's a pretty solid costume. Yeah, I mean, it's a very straightforward costume. Um, she she basically has like a sleeveless like leotard thing going. She has like a like real cute like bob haircut. She's that's got, like, like a, yeah, uh, a pantsuit kind of. <laughs> a pantsuit is wrong, but. No, it's it's basically like a morph suit, like a, rom- like a romper. Yeah, and she has like uh, she has like really high up green gloves, and she wears like two holster belts. I think it's really it the just green works. lipstick that brings it together. It's a bold choice, but it's it's pretty solid. It is really solid. It's really she solid. Well I like her, her look. I would I would like to state for the record that I got all of her appearance right, except for the, there was no snake necklace. Oh well, you, she also has green hair. I mean. She did have black hair at one point, but, you know, she dyed it green, right. so, you know. Uh, so, she first showed up in Captain America 110, uh-huh. and I do like this cover as well. Ooh, okay. It's not as uh, dire as the last one. That is called, it. that came out in February 1969. Yeah, that's Captain no Bucky longer. fighting a kaiju-sized Hulk. Well, no, it looks like, uh, well, actually, I, I don't know. Yeah, it looks like Bucky's running away. Hulk's but yeah, it's called No Longer Alone. It's called No Longer Alone. Okay. And, um, yeah, it looks like Hulk is, like, being real big and Bucky is running away. And, like, it almost looks like Cap is, like, leaning on a wall that's falling. Yeah. So was Bucky frozen in the ice with Cap? That wasn't a thing until like two thousand five. Okay, because but it's like the no, no, he wasn't frozen. No, he wasn't frozen in the ice with him. He technically he, quote unquote, died while disarming a missile that was in flight. Oh, this is Rick Jones wearing the Bucky costume. That's not yeah, actually. Oh, Bucky. oh, is it Rick Jones? Oh, this is probably like right after he was just like, "Hey, Rick Jones, you can't be my." Uh, yeah, my uh, yeah. Like I'm reading the synopsis of the issue because I was really confused as to what Bucky was doing in the same shot as the Hulk, given that he was gone since 1945, but that makes sense. This is, like, one of the few issues he's actually Cap's sidekick. Yeah. Rick Jones is? Yes, yeah. because Rick Jones, like, was just like, hey, I want to be your sidekick, because I bet everyone else's sidekick. Yep. And and he's just like, sure, I'll take you on a couple missions, and then he got hurt, and just like, you suck at fighting, you're not my sidekick. Rick Jones, professional sycophant. Yeah, so, uh, the woman who'd be known as Viper was orphaned, uh, who's was orphaned when her parents died in an unspecified revolution in Eastern Europe. Yep, she one managed- of several... Yeah, she managed to escape the country where the revolution was taking place, but while crossing the border, she fell victim to an accident. The details of which are not known, in <laughs> which one side of her face became permanently scarred and disfigured. So it did? that's why she always says no. That's why she always has like the emo fringe. 
Uh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I didn't know that. I so, just thought she had a, a trendy hairstyle. Well, I mean, it looks good on her. So, yeah. You know. Uh, well, um, basically, that was a big question mark. It's like East European, East, like, Revolution. And she left a country. Yep. And she fell... She's exactly foreign enough to probably have an accent, and that's enough to make you a bad guy in American comics. Yeah. Uh, For most of her adolescence and young adulthood, she struggled for for survival in a transient existence through Europe. She found herself best able to make money through crime. Relying on her wits, she gravitated towards the highest level of international crime, espionage, uh, criminal espionage, eventually landing the uh, entering the ranks of the powerful subversive organization Hydra as one of its few uh, female agents it had at the time. A.K.A. Nazis. Um, the uh, When the Supreme Hydra Baron uh, ha- Supreme Hydra Baron Wolfgang von Strucker died and the Hydra elites perished in the destruction of Hydra Island, the Remaining Hydra organization fractured, and she seized control of Hydra's New York City operations. Um, Then she assumed the name Madame Hydra, took to wearing a green costume and green lipstick, and dyed her hair green to to symbolize the organization she now commanded. Yep. That's, I mean, that's a great way to build up a brand, is uh, change your physical appearance to sort of match the company line. Yeah. Um, so, already, she has more agency to her backstory than three pages. Yeah, she, like, fought her way across Europe and became the head of an organization. As opposed to quitting a job as a secretary. And marrying someone who is older. I'm going to assume And clearly does not care about her. Yes. Um, Madame Hydra's first uh, major enterprise as the Hydra leader was an attempted contamination of New York's water, uh, New York City's water supply. That is a Just, great place to start as a fledgling villain. It's sort of you cut your teeth. It's a pretty easy operation as far as they go because all you really got to do is break through a wall, dump some crap in a vat, right? But uh, it definitely has got a, a huge ROI. Um, got to say, as a, as a supervillain, that's a great place to start. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> I am joking um, for the record. Please don't put me on a list. <laughs> she she was thwarted by Captain America and undertook an attempt to assassinate him. Madame Hydra failed in her attempts. Uh, finally, she had like heat-seeking missiles launched at Cap and his then-partner Rick Jones, uh, which dodged them. Uh, which yeah, which they, dodged they dodged. The missiles. Yeah. It was believed that Madra Hydra was uh, killed by these missiles herself, but she was not killed due to the unexpected intervention of the alien Space Phantom. Space Ghost! <laughs> Is Space Phantom the guy who, like, takes over your body and sends you to a, like, yeah. Phantom Zone type place? Yeah. Okay. He basically pretended to be her for a while. That's messed up. Yep. But she's um, a bad guy, so I guess it's not that big a deal. 
Yeah, she was basically in limbo for a while. During the years that Space Phantom plotted against Captain America and his allies, the Avengers and the Avengers, uh, Madame Hydra became uh, was in limbo. Once uh, Space Phantom was once upon Space Phantom's defeat, he was returned to limbo, and she returned back to Earth. So she's just like out there, like chilling. What? It, what's Wait, is Limbo the hell dimension that magic gets all her stuff from? No, no, it's one of the other Limbos. Alright. It's a temporal Limbo, it's where Mortis lives. Are you, like, what's she doing there? Just chilling. Is she floating in a void? Is Pretty there a much. table she can get tea? I mean, maybe she hang out with a Mortis, I don't know. <laughs> she was just there for a while. Uh, well, once she once she came back, she was no longer in position of a Hydra leader, so she so she sought to regain her uh, place among international criminal elite. Right. She first reorganized uh, the defunct costume criminals known as the Serpent Squad. Uh, in doing so, she murdered the first costume villain known as the Viper, and adopted both his. Criminal alias of Viper and a modified version of his costume. Why? Now we will be call. We will be talking about Viper in the Book of the Dead. Why would you do that? Why not? I killed this guy, and his name seemed to work out so well for him that I'm going to take his name because it clearly brings good luck to all who have it. Why not? Because like, again, again, like Sean, there's no reason for her not to do this. Madam Hydra is a much better name, but she's not in Hydra anymore. No, that because okay. Space Ghost. I see why you wouldn't want to keep the Hydra branding. Yeah. All right. No, you got I me. Mean, she she kept the snazzy. She kept the snazzy uh, color. Why didn't she kill Space Phantom and take his name? That's way cooler. Well, because he can't really be killed. He just gets sent back to Limbo. Oh, really? Yeah. That sucks. He gets sent back to Limbo, and then he then he leaves and takes the identity of someone, and then they get defeated, and he gets sent back, and, you know. Let's see. Now, although the new Viper sought much power, saw, still sought power, she proclaimed a nihilistic view on life that served as the rationale for her actions. As the leader of the Serpent Squad, the new Viper formed alliance with the Atlantean Warlord Krang, not the one from the Ninja Turtles, who who gained possessions of the ancient power object called the Serpent's Crown. You don't get Krang. If you want to hear more about not Ninja Turtle Krang, I have a Krang oh. episode. Ooh, good plug. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Viper sought to achieve world pe- world domination through Serpent Squad, but but then was opposed by Captain America, who was using the alias of the original nomad so this was the nomad that had the cape for exactly one issue after he tripped on it <laughs> and got beat up by a bunch of uh, by a bunch of people so it's going great for old nomi and um and you want to know the reason why he wanted a cape because edna mode told him not to and he's a rebel well, because when he was uh, captain america and he was doing the SEO, i mean sco uh-huh. tours tours um, he uh, when he got the Captain America costume, he was told that he wasn't he sh- he sh- couldn't have a cape, and he's always wanted a cape. Always wanted a cape. He always wanted a cape, and then like he got rid of it immediately after he tripped on it. <laughs> and then a bunch. I'm talk. I'm not talking. I'm talking regular people. 
beat him up because he tripped and was tangled up in his cape. Yeah. No capes. It's a time-tested superhero tradition. Well, you can have a cape if the cape allows you to fly. Well, if you're Sombra, who is the totally not problematic Israeli superhero, um, if your cape contains jet engines that allow you to fly, or if you're Sidewinder, who has his teleportation device in his cape for some reason, you can have a cape. Yeah. Um, so the Viper seemingly perished after, you know, Roxxon security forces and the police, like, basically set off a oil building company. Oh! They're set on fire. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, once again, she escaped death and she went uh, to organize her own international organization. That is an act of force in crime. Um, in espionage and terrorism. Uh, the Japanese criminal known as the Silver Samurai uh, became her personal bodyguard and principal aide. Uh, she, over the years, she clashed with Black Widow, Captain America, the New Mutants, Shang-Chi, S.H.I.E.L.D., X-Men, the first Spider-Woman, uh, the X-Men, and... Again. Um, yeah. X-Men a couple times in there, huh? Under, uh, while under a magic spell cast by w- one of the original Spider-Woman's uh, enemies, she thought herself for a while to be Miriam uh, Drew, the first Spider-Woman's mother. Messed up. That explains something I read in a Spider-Woman comic, though, so that's, I mean, that closes the loop for me. Uh, the Viper was the uh, most uh, ex- spectacular scheme in recent years was her attempt to crash the shield hair killer carrier in the u.s capitol building oh. during a presidential speech to congress thereby killing most of the united states government's highest government officials she tried to captain america the winter soldier though. yeah and uh, this was thwarted by spider-man and uh nick fury Spider-Man, expert sportsman. Uh, so she's 5'9". Yep. Weighs 140. Mm-hmm. Has green, uh, green eyes. And has black hair that's dyed green. It still kind of looks black to me. Well, it's, it's dark green. It's very dark green. And, and also shadows in comics tend to be, you know... Yeah. A black. lot of the time they will make someone's uh, hair appear to be blue. Or like black or, or, or green um, because it's actually black and it's just like the highlight. Like it's it's yeah. so black it's almost blue. Because like, you know, black is, uh, it's hard to shade it sometimes. Especially if you're like the inker and you're going over the inks. Right, so Clark I mean, Kent's hair always used to be drawn as blue, but you kind of knew. Yeah. Um... So, her unusual feature is her the right side of her face is scarred and disfigured. Although, through cosmetic surgery over the years, like, somewhat, you know, covered it up. She disguises her disfigurement by wearing her hair to basically cover the right side of her face. Which, again, is a good look for her, so... It's a good look! She, you know what? For a Nazi, she looks really classy. She doesn't seem all that directly Nazi. I know people are always saying that Hydra are Nazis, but, like... They're Nazis. They're, they're like, kind of... Nazi adjacent, like they don't do a lot of 
exterminating of minorities that I'm aware of. So like any so any They're organization that has has that has Armin Zola frequently in it. No, you got me there. Okay. Like it's Nazis. Yeah. No, they're they, Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Um she dyed her hair green and wears green lipstick and tinted her nails and toenails green. I mean, she didn't have to do her toenails. I mean, she seems to wear boots most of the time, but whatever. Uh, she does a lot of exercise, so she's, you know, she's a strong woman, but not super strong. Uh, she, like a lot, like a lot of non-superpowered people, has the strength, agility, and stamina in the coordination of a Olympian athlete. <laughs> she's also a master at a master martial arts person and skilled marksman. She also likes using the whip as a weapon. That's just not practical. Uh, she carries a set of throwing darts that is tipped in a lethal poison based off of snake venom. She also has like really sophisticated like weaponry because she's you know pretty high up in the criminal underworld. Yep. It is required that you have at least one snake venom weapon if you're going to call yourself Viper. Otherwise, it would be disappointing. Yeah. Well, not all vipers are poisonous. Or venomous. I may be lying. I may have pulled that on my butt. I think they're vipers. I mean, I don't know for sure that they all are, but that's definitely the thing that they're known for is being poisonous. Is there non-poisonous vipers? I'm going to search that up real quick. Like what? Uh, that's definitely their cultural significance, though, is the definitely poisonous snake. Mm, let me see. Someone apparently searched this up as well. <laughs> it auto-corrected after I put uh, non-venomous. There's a couple of vipers. You don't call yourself viper because of the non-poisonous vipers, is what I'm saying. Or maybe she did, and then she was just like, it'd be more on brand, now that I'm viper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she carries a whip, and uh, that could be wielded as a dangerous weapon. And uh, they also use. And she also uses teleportation rings, which she what borrowed from C.S. Lewis's *The Magician's Nephew*. No, it's the workings and origins are unknown. They activate when it's twisted. For sure, you know, like like twisted. <laughs> so when she does something <laughs> awful, she immediately is like, "I'm out." Well, no, Damn. I meant like I meant like sick, nasty. Uh, or rad, or bad, but like I don't know that good. I've ever heard Twisted used in that context, but okay. Apparently, you haven't been listening to '90s white people rap. I cannot claim yeah. to have been doing. Limp Biscuit, Limp Biscuit was. I have been listening to '90s rap, but like cool '90s rap. Yes. So, uh, what do you think about Viper? Uh, I think as far as like Nazi supervillains go, she's a pretty well designed one. She's, I think, I think she's a very interesting character. Yeah, she's got like a lot more to her. Like, I'm, I'm really glad that we ended on this note. Yeah, because she's a woman that actually has like agency. And granted, she's not using her agency well, but she's definitely more interesting to talk about than Vindicator was. I think we're pretty much done. So let's do plugs. Great. Um, for my plug. I do a podcast with the incomparable Laura Forsey, um, and our show is called Pitch Me Something, on which we workshop original and derivative uh, pop culture ideas. When I say derivative, I mean that we both make up our own ones and we 
bring in stuff from your favorite existing pop culture franchises. In recent memory, we have done new takes on Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, uh, an idea for how to do Detective Pikachu with a little bit more of a serious tone. Although, since then, like I started that episode saying I really didn't like the idea of Detective Pikachu, I'm starting to warm up to it. It's starting to look pretty good. Um, okay, so so I'm going to just I'm just going to point this out. At first, I was against the idea of Detective Pikachu. Yeah. But the more that came out, that the more that comes out on it, yeah. the more that it feels like it's going to be a delightful movie that I want right. to watch. Exactly. Like, it seemed like, like it was going to be like a little too slapstick and silly, but then I keep seeing the trailers showing all of those cool like Pokémon that they're adding into it, and I got to say that's pretty much all I wanted was to see a lot of different Pokémon in a realistic and, environment, so... And it's and apparently, it, and it's telling a very simple story of a person trying to find their father. Yeah. And, be, and it's just like, it looks like it's going to pull on the heartstrings. I feel like a lot of the Pokemon are animated in a way, and redesigned in a way that makes them very adorable while, while being very realistic. And, um, yeah, I am just super pro uh, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, looks like it's going to be a delight. It very against the uh, the my young mammal son Sonic being in a movie, <laughs> <laughs> but we just don't have time. <laughs> we don't have enough time to talk about how weird his hands are. We don't have the time. You know, they could just make his eyes bigger, and it would just make it look better. But yeah. no, he looks like a, he looks like someone put their son in a movie. He looks like a. <laughs> but that being said, I'm not doing my plugs. <laughs> so Still just feel a little bit in the dumps from uh, Vindicator, eh? I kind of get it. Well, you know, but I do, I do, I like Viper as a villain. So she's always really interesting. Um, so besides that, I think we're pretty much done. Uh, this has been Alphabet Flight, and please listen to Prince Namor and don't toot that horn. Bye. <laughs>